Welcome to episode 31 of the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast for the Graceful Empty Nester. We can limit ourselves when we have black or white thinking. In today's episode, we're going to explore what black and white thinking is and what it can create in our relationships, even with our own children. Are you a mom who's been taken by surprise and finds herself struggling with her adult child? Well, it's time to grab a pen and notebook because I'm about to share some insider information that will help you navigate through this challenging phase. I'm Kim Damon, a mom, a life coach, and an Enneagram coach. I specialize in helping moms of adults in rediscovering the connection with their adult kids. Just imagine mom stepping into a state of drama remission with your adult children. Together we'll build a life grounded in grace and the peace that comes from truly knowing who you are as a midlife woman and a mom. Make sure you visit my website, the link is provided in the show notes, and grab your free course, Thriving in a Divided Family. It's packed with valuable insights. Let me go over just a few things that you may notice if you have some black and white thinking. Now, keep in mind that we're all going to have varying degrees of this. So I don't want you to go into this episode thinking that this may not apply to you because you don't have black or white thinking, because actually that in itself is black or white thinking. So what happens when we have black or white thinking? It causes arguments in our brain. It's like this cognitive dissonance. There's this white thought, black thought that just compete and argue with one another. We get stuck in this all or nothing mentality. Like I want this the way it used to be, or I don't want this relationship at all. You can't see outside of that box. That is black and white thinking. We become limited in what we can accomplish when we have this. We can also limit ourselves in the relationship that we're capable of having with our kids, with a spouse, with a coworker, even with ourselves. It can also cause us to become controlling. When we have that black or white thinking, we don't allow anyone else the room or the space to share things with us or to do things differently. And so we can become or be perceived as being controlling of the relationship. Now, what do I mean by black and white thinking? Here's just a few examples. Being right or being wrong. You're either right or you're wrong. There's no gray area. But what if you're both right? What if you're both wrong? What if you just share in some of that responsibility? Things are either good or they're bad. So that's another area that is black and white thinking. And a lot of times when things are bad, we leave the relationship. Or when someone thinks that our relationship with them is bad, they leave the relationship. They don't see the possibility of it being somewhere in the middle between good and bad. Thinking always or never, and I hear a lot of moms use the words always and never 
My kids never call me. My kids are always disrespectful. This is black and white thinking. We think in terms of black and white. We think it's true. But what if it's not true all of the time? What if it's only true some of the time? Sometimes it's not working when something isn't working in our relationships. We have this black and white thinking, so we just give up. If it's not working, I need to give up. I need to move on. And some of us don't feel that way at all. Some of us have a variation of all of these. Viewing our feelings as facts is another way of black and white thinking. And what I mean by this is we think in terms of something happens and of course we should feel bad. Of course we should feel sad. Of course we should feel all of these things. But understand that your feelings actually come from what you're thinking. They don't come from the facts. They don't even come from the circumstances. And the reason I believe this so much is that If you put a situation out there on social media, for example, a circumstance in your life, you're going to find that different people have different views of what's happening. There is no black and white answer to some of these complex problems. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. Maybe it might be partially true. We can't accept good enough. That's black and white thinking. We can't say that our relationship with our kids are just good enough. It's good enough the way it is right this moment. For some of us, it's hard to think that our relationship should just be good enough. We are so stuck on wanting things the way that they used to be that we can't accept that they've actually changed. And maybe they are the way that they should be. There's only one right answer is another way that we have black or white thinking instead of the possibility again that you're both right or that the truth lies somewhere in between. Our belief system is non-negotiable. Sometimes we have to question our beliefs because our beliefs are based on our childhood. It's based on our experience. It's based on social norms. Sometimes we need to question, is this really true? And then we get to decide what we want to keep and what we don't want to keep. Having this black and white thinking can cause harm in our relationships and even with our kids. Let's talk about that. We can create significant harm in relationships with that either or thinking or black and white rigid views. Here are eight ways that we can harm our relationship when we can't recognize that middle ground. The first one is lack of depth. We oversimplify complex situations, ignoring that other opinions may exist. We make assumptions that our way is the right way. This can lead to distorted perceptions of reality, and it fails to acknowledge complex human emotions. Number two, unrealistic expectations. Now listen, I can do a whole podcast on that. That alone. When we have rigid and unrealistic expectations of ourselves or others, 
we are setting impossible standards to live by. This creates a lot of frustration and a lot of disappointment when our expectations are not met. Number three, limited problem-solving skills. When we're faced with conflicts, a black and white thinker has trouble finding that middle ground. They have trouble seeing outside of their own box. Conflicts can escalate to the extreme rather than exploring a compromise or understanding someone's different perspective. Number four, poor communication. Effective communication requires that we have the ability to understand and acknowledge different points of view. And with black and white thinking, we can't think about different points of views. Number five, strained relationships. Let's talk about viewing a relationship as all good or all bad. It leaves little room for growth in your own life and forgiveness of other people. People are human. They're going to make mistakes. So are you. And that requires some flexibility and understanding. Number six, it creates a heightened emotional response. Black and white thinking amplifies our emotions and causes us to react. Minor disagreements might be perceived as catastrophic. This is what happens when we allow ourselves to ruminate about a situation. We have a circumstance that happens, and suddenly we start thinking about all of these different thoughts. Hundreds of little thoughts that are running around rampant in our brains catastrophizing. Number seven, difficulty in resolving conflicts. Resolving a conflict requires compromise and understanding. Black and white thinking makes it really challenging to find that common ground. When you're in this black and white thinking, you're actually unwilling to consider alternative solutions or possibly share responsibility in the problem itself. And last, number eight, the impact on our own self-esteem. Individuals that constantly view in extreme terms as being perfect or being a failure, they either have to be one or the other, leads to feelings of feeling unworthy. When your life isn't what you expected it to be, when it's not perfect, then that means something must be wrong with us, right? Well, I would love to challenge you all to get really messy and break outside of that black and white thinking. Bring back a little color. And what I mean by that is that you can do two things at one time. You can feel two things at one time. You can think two things at one time. And the truth lies somewhere in the middle. You might feel like you're perfectly capable of having a relationship with your children. And you also might feel as though you have no idea how to have a relationship with your children. You can feel both of those things. And the truth is in the middle. The truth is in the gray area here. You can be smiling and laughing. And you can also be struggling 
in your life. And again, truth is somewhere in the middle. And it's noticing both of those things are creating more of a balanced life for you, not a black and white life. It is totally possible for you to be kind to your children and set boundaries when you need to set boundaries. It's not an either or. You don't have to set a boundary by giving an ultimatum. You can be kind and set a boundary. You can also be vulnerable and powerful. In fact, this is a great area to practice in the gray because that makes you even more powerful to have that vulnerability with your family, to show your emotions with your family, even if it makes them feel uncomfortable. That's on them. That's their emotions about it. You can be vulnerable and you can be a powerful person. It's also possible for you to be successful and to be traumatized at the very same time. Your life is balanced and you're somewhere in the gray. You're not defined by your success and you're not defined by the trauma that you've experienced in your life. You can be an extrovert and want to be alone sometimes. It's perfectly normal. And likewise, you can be an introvert and you can pull yourself out and start reaching out to people. It's somewhere in the gray area. You can be tragically flawed and beautifully valuable in your life. It's not black or white. You can be determined and you can be passive. You can be loving and you can question. You can question another person and their motives. Or you can love and accept their motives. Either way, we can be somewhere in the middle, Mom. We can add a little color to our lives, a little gray, if you want to call it. We can be in the middle. It is beneficial to the relationship with our kids. It's also beneficial in the relationships that we have with ourselves. So ask yourself, so what? So what if this is happening to me? How can I think about this differently? Instead of asking why this is happening to me, start asking why this is happening for me. How can I think about my relationships differently? Can I allow room for mistakes? Can I consider that maybe things are not just right or wrong? Maybe it doesn't even exist in every single situation in my life. I get to decide. Maybe we're both right. Maybe we're both wrong. Realize that your lack of control doesn't mean that you're out of control. You might not be able to control your children anymore. You might not be able to control the relationships in your life. But it doesn't mean that you're out of control in your life. It just means that your time is different now with your kids. It just means that it's time to open up to a new relationship with them. Question the validity of every assumption that you make. If you find yourself in that black or white thinking, question it. 
supervise your thoughts, decide if this is black and white thinking, decide if you need to change some of your old beliefs because they're just outdated. Change the words that you speak to yourself. This is the most important. When we have black or white thinking, we tend to be highly critical of ourselves. For example, should, the word should, probably means that you won't be doing it. So change the words that you speak to yourself. Keep them gray. Keep them in the gray area and stop thinking in the black and white. So your challenge this week is to go out there and notice what you're thinking. And is it black and white thinking? Are you setting expectations for yourself? Are you expecting yourself to be perfect or your kids to be perfect? Are you thinking in terms of right or wrong, good and bad? Or are you meeting them in the middle? If you're enjoying this podcast and finding value in our discussions, I'd love to hear from you. Take a moment to leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. Your feedback is incredibly valuable and it helps other worthy moms just like us discover this podcast. Additionally, if you know another mom that could benefit from our conversations, please share this podcast with her. Together we can create a supportive community of worthy moms. Join me next week for another empowering episode on the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast.